Alrighty. So we got Jeremy, or formerly Jeremy, the overweight underdog. <laughs> When's Poppy getting a statue? Um, yep. I don't know how many weeks in the making. It's got to be at least uh, actually a few months. Um, but yeah. Nonetheless, you know, he's one of the co-hosts of the Off the Monster. So welcome, dude. Thanks, man. I appreciate you having me. And uh, yeah, the uh, the wins poppy getting a statue, I think, is uh, every day going strong for close to three months now, four months, something like that. And uh, I recently just started uh, doing something for Wade Boggs because he wants his mom's name change from Susan to Sue on his plaque. So, you know, working on that, you know, I, uh, you know, I just like to rattle the Red Sox because I love them so much and just, you know, get things right. Unlike our bullpen tonight. And unlike freaking Celtics. So. <laughs> unlike the Celtics. <laughs> oh, man, I'm so pissed. Uh, but for, for those for those who will listen to this, it's it's right after the Celtics game. This is fresh, and uh, Jason is just besides himself. And uh, I think he would like to uh, kick Trey Young in the nuts. <laughs> More than that, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, okay. Don't. If I'm a Celtics fan, I'm not going to panic. Right. You know, there's. There's still game six, but that's going to be in freaking Atlanta. I, right. I, can't, I can't believe it. You should have won. <laughs> they were, you let Atlanta have a 12 0 run in the fourth quarter. Fourth quarter. Right. Awful. But right. Anyways, let's go to baseball and, you know, the Sox. Uh, I think yesterday a lot of people thought the season was over. Now, despite some Caleb Ort uh, shenanigans, um, you know, it was a pretty good victory. So, um, Kluber had a nice start. Um, who else? The bullpen was decent, except for Ort. Jansen got a save. So, yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on the season? Do you think this season's fool's gold, Jeremy? Actually, no. Legit? I, I, I'm not going to sit here and say a World Series contender, not by any means, but all off season. Uh, once we started to figure out what. Heim's plan might actually look like as opposed to sitting here going, I don't know what the hell he's doing. Um, it started to look like, you know what, this could be a playoff team, right? We could get a wild card. I don't think division winner, but the wild card's still out there. And kind of looking at things, most seasons with baseball teams, if you're playing about 500 ball for the most part, and then you go on like a 10 win, uh, 10 game win streak, or you have some, you know, run of like, you know, 14 and two or something like that, you get in the playoffs. And this team is capable of it. I mean, we're going to get healthier after the all-star break. Um, you know, Kluber, it's one start. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh yeah, that's it. Cause look at sale. Last time he struck out 11 and the other night he just imploded. So it, could still be hit or miss with Kluber and Sale. Um, hopefully they get it under control. But if not, they're going to have to come up with some kind of options for the starting rotation because right now the bullpen and the offense is carrying this team, and that starting rotation is not. No, no. I mean, you're looking at Sale and Kluber, like you said, they're they're roll the dice right now. It's You truly never know what you're going to get. Maybe for Kluber, it's just like, I don't know, was this a fluke? 
was this a fluke? Who knows? Baltimore. But they're pretty good, so um, right. I'd say it's too early to make my assessment. I need to see one more start. And I think yeah. that start, if it all lines up, will come against the Blue Jays mm-hmm. at Fenway. So, And the Red Sox, fun fact, it's been over a year since they last won against the Blue Jays at Fenway Park. Yeah. Right. Yep. We won the first game versus them at Fenway. Yep. And, and then that was it. That was it. They had the yeah. bases loaded, no one out in the bottom of the ninth, the winning run on third, and they couldn't score it. Right. In like late August. But, you know, right. it's, it's going to be a test for them because, you know, the Blue Jays are known to kick them in. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use your terminology, kick them in the nuts. <laughs> and, well, and the, and the thing to keep in mind, too, with the Red Sox is, they haven't played against an easy schedule by any means. You know, they've had the Angels and the Tigers as far as easy teams, and they've fared pretty well against them. You know, going into Milwaukee, that was a hot team. Milwaukee was playing hot. They were division leaders at the time before, uh, you know, Pittsburgh took them over, and we ended up winning the series. And that's the thing with this team. This is like, if you were to talk to me last year, at this time last year, I was probably like, the season's over, like we're not going anywhere. It just seemed obvious to me. This season, I see a team with fight. I see a team that, you know what? Okay, we're down by four. We're down by five. We're not out of it because the bullpen does show up, and at least they stop the run from happening. And then the offense, I mean, it's pretty ridiculous when, you know, we're winning games, you know, seven to six or, you know, eight to five and, Stuff like that. To me, I I don't think the numbers are quite there yet. But to me, it feels like offensively, we are putting up so much more runs than we were last year. Um, Mm -hmm. And to think we're going to get Trevor Story back, that's going to be a boost to the offense. Duvall could still come back. There's another boost to the offense that we saw. And, um, you know, I think uh, Yoshida is starting to warm up. You know, I know a lot of people were were shitting on him, but it takes time to adjust to MLB from Japan. I, I don't care who you are, and vice versa. So give it that time. I think I think I saw he's on pace for like 105 RBI still. So yeah. that's not bad. Yeah, no, and you know, best of all, you have Dave O'Brien in the broadcast booth. <laughs> So, so Dave O'Brien. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Dave O'Brien. Oh, that was such a good episode. It was. It was. Yeah. And you know what? We give Dave O'Brien a lot of hate. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw this out there. Okay. I don't think that Dave O'Brien would be bad if he was on the radio. I really don't. I think he's okay there. He's just not a TV guy, and that's just opinion. I mean, he's just not. And it, it seems like he kind of trips over himself sometimes and, you know, he'll go into a story with awful timing because then, you know, a hit will happen or double play or something. And then you never hear the story. You're like, where are you going, Dave? <laughs> so that's just my opinion. But uh, yeah, we, we like to have fun with, with Dave O'Brien though. Cause um, yeah, we had a whole time... episode on his podcast. You got to go check it out. It's called <laughs> no Dave O'Brien. Yes. <laughs> you will laugh. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. You will get some laughs out of that one. God, we had fun. Oh my. We're doing it again. I don't yes, care what we you are. say. I, I, with, Ta- with Taylor. Yes. Yes. We've, we've got to get Taylor on with us. 
And oh man, that would be. I, I would like to see how you and him would discuss when uh, when he gets fired up and talks about getting everybody on the duck boat. I, I would love to see you two go back and forth with that. Because when he goes on that tangent, man, holy crap. Like, you want to run through a brick wall. <laughs> Dude, we'll, we'll, we can lose every game and he'll be like, guess what? Get fired right. up the fucking duck boat. <laughs> We could be Owen 162 and they'll say that. I'm like, oh. right. If right. he was he, an A's fan, if we were doing as bad as the A's, he'd still say that. <laughs> oh my God. Actually, can, can we touch on the A's here? This is, this is how bad, right? People actually don't know how storied of a franchise the A's are. They think the A's were just some expansion team in the 60s that just showed up. Like, they've been around since, like, 1906 when when they were in Philadelphia. Then they went to Kansas City. Now they're in Oakland. Like, this is essentially, like, the Cincinnati Reds. And they are doing this, and they're going to move to Vegas. Like, that's how crazy this is. They are so god-awful, and it's so obvious. Like, Everybody's talking about tanking in the NBA and all that. This team is like, they are the definition of tank. And they did it to a point where like, even the, the fans are talking about doing a reverse, reverse boycott. boycott. Reverse boycott. They're going to <laughs> buy tickets to try to sell out to say, we hate you. Like that doesn't make any sense. This is how backwards you have the franchise going. At one point, I don't know who it was. I think, was it like Billy Bean or something? He's like, oh, uh, big market teams are good for baseball. I'm yeah. like, what? Yes. <laughs> oh, Seriously. Dude, so, I mean, they were okay in 2021. They, they missed the playoffs, but at right. the same time, they shipped everyone. They had a shitty farm system. And right. they're at a, a freaking stadium that – that can probably fit like half of California, but only like a, like two people go per game. Right, right, Sad. and it's falling apart and everything. Like seriously, I I've seen little league fields in better condition than a stadium. I know. <laughs> Just and I feel I feel bad for A's fans. I really do because you know what? This was a team in the seventies. They were like the Yankees, win a World Series after World Series. They popped up again late eighties. They had a good run there with the Bash Brothers and that. Like, it's not like this is, you know, the uh, the Marlins or um, or the Reds or you know teams like that where they've just had these long periods of just being awful. Like, they've been they've had moments being pretty good, and even in the two thousands and that, and they've always been somewhat of a competitive team. Now it's just like screw you we want to go to vegas here's what we're doing right and i mean like you said to add on your point it has some value to it right right it does yeah i yep. don't know i don't know when that project's going to be done but looks like the time in oakland is running out Time's oh yeah taken. yeah for sure and well <clears throat> and mind you too um this is now the second franchise from Oakland that's moved to Vegas. So yeah, I, I don't even know what to say about that. Cause it's not necessarily an Oakland issue, although there might be some issues with it, but you lose two franchises in less than 10 years. 
that's a problem. Yeah. Unfortunately, you 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 probably suck. <laughs> Unfortunately, but, but I mean, but I, I do feel bad for like A's fans, like the actual like fan fans. Not like right. not like those guys who just show up for shits and giggles. No, I'm talking about the actual guys huh, who've been fans like all their lives. It yeah. just sucks. It sucks. Right. It does. Like I couldn't imagine as a Red Sox fan, I couldn't imagine that. Like if they're right. If, like that just it baffles me. Like I remember I remember what the early nineties when the Patriots were talking about moving to freaking Connecticut. And it was like they, they can't do that. Like it's Connecticut. Nobody wants to go to Connecticut. Sorry, Don't Connecticut. fucking go to those games. Oh, right. Fucking Connecticut. The, the Whalers left. Okay. That's that's the Whalers left Connecticut. Nobody wants to go to Connecticut. So and I remember well, that now there's that women's hockey team, the Connecticut Whale. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, they, <laughs> they've got <laughs> I bought my friend, true story. I bought my friend a Connecticut whale shirt. <laughs> I was contemplating season tickets. <laughs> well, okay. So, do you remember the Hartford Whalers? Hart? No, I wasn't. No. Around. Okay. Yeah. It, it, so, have you seen that logo though? Yes. Yes. Okay. Anybody who says that's the best logo, I want to punch them in the face. I really do. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry that that logo is awful. Like, it it's awful. Like, I would take the Nordiques over that. I would take. Uh, Shit, the uh, uh, I'd take the Red Wings over that. I, you know, the Blackhawks over that. Like the Whalers, that was just it was awful. This looks like a green ass, honestly. Right, right. That's it. it <laughs> yeah, it was like this puke green ass sweater, and I'm using the term sweater because that's what they say in hockey, right? It's a jersey, but it was this puke green. And you'd see these guys skate around on it. It's like it, it took away from all the action. You were watching these guys like, God. Yeah, and I, I and I fucking hate Carolina too. Oh, yeah, thanks. Carolina. Thanks, fucking Hartford. Yeah, exactly. That that's what Hartford did. Hartford went into Carolina and created the Hurricanes. So there you go. That's man. I went really hard on Connecticut there. I'm not sorry about it. Though. You're not sorry. Yeah, I was gonna say no. you're probably not fucking sorry. No, no. Although Mystic Seaport's kind of nice. That's cool to check out. You know, they got that yeah. going for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Else? So, so back to the socks, right? We got. Um, so Dave shit, who do we have? Dave O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> we got Dave O'Brien, and okay, here actually, here's a good question for you, right? All Since right. we talked about Caleb Ork, okay. Who's going first? Who's getting? Who's going to be launched first? Caleb Ork, Ryan Brazier, or Dave O'Brien? Um, um, it's got to be Caleb Ork. <laughs> and here's why: Dave O'Brien's not going anywhere. No. No, like you, you can, you can. No, I'm never mind. Never mind. Um, <laughs> Brazier has some value to this team, and here's what it is: if you ask him to pitch, he'll pitch, and it it doesn't matter what leverage situation it is. It doesn't matter if it's the eighth inning. It doesn't matter if it's the ninth. It doesn't matter if you're up by twelve or down by twelve. You know he will eat up those innings when you need it the most, and that's where his true value is. He might suck, 
But the thing with Caleb Ort, as you saw today, you can't even fucking trust him with seven run leads. <laughs> That's true. That is true. <clears throat> oh, aren't we supposed to give him time? I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't I mean, know, man. So the over over the offseason, I think I had about a good oh man, it was about two months. Two months every single day asking why Ryan Brazier was on the team. That's kind of how I started with my thing. And it came back for a little bit. Right. And and I brought it back for a little bit after, uh, I think it was opening day, actually, where I'm like, okay, I've got to go back to it. But now I'm off of it. <clears throat> and the reason why I was a Ort over Brazier guy, Ort's 31, so he's a little younger. He can touch 100. Not consistently, but he can touch 100. And my thought process was if they can get him to locate it better, he's got more upside than Brazier. Mm-hmm. And that clearly cannot happen at this point. I it's I know it's only April, but holy Christ, dude, this guy throws if he throws a hundred miles an hour, it is right down the pipe and it's looking like a grapefruit. And you just you cannot you can't do that, right? You can't keep trotting them out there. And I, I almost feel like we're we're kind of reliving the whole Saramara thing from last year. Like Saramara would come out and you're like, okay, this game's fucking over. Like it here he goes. He's gonna serve up a beach ball. Except on the road. <laughs> Except on the road, right? Except on the road, if we were down by eight or up by six, then Saramara was okay. But if it was any closer than that. Forget it. And yeah, Caleb Ort was seven runs. You can't trust it. Right. And and you look, I mean, there's no there's no movement on that fastball. There is not. Like you can't do that. The only the only the only thing you can get away with is if you can put that thing at about 102 and up high with no movement. Then you get a chance. He can't do that. No, he can't paint. No. It's no. sucks. Unfortunately. It's not like Darwin's and Hernandez where every freaking ball. He was throwing. It's like, it's like, oh, where is it landing? I don't know if you remember that, but also, yes, I remember that. Yeah, I want to get this out of the way before I forget. What do you think the Red Sox Twitter owner is thinking? They're like, oh, when's the daily tweet coming out? Oh, <laughs> they're probably betting at this point. It's like, oh, I think it's going to be at nine oh two. Oh, I'm right. right. Yeah, like, right. what are they I'm- thinking back there? Like, they have to have seen it. I I would think so. It's been every day for three months. And at least at this point, my goal with it is not to like get a response from them or anything like that, but it's just making them chuckle. Like, you know what? Every day I wake up and it's the first thing I think of, like, when is he going to get a statue? So I just throw it out there. Maybe they'll respond. But I like the betting idea, right? They're probably sitting there going, okay, are we going to see this thing today? It's been every day. Every day. Like, th- yeah, I just I go to that commitment. And um, one thing I would like to see, though, is I would like to see, like, Pedro, because I don't think Poppy's on, on Twitter. I'd like to see Pedro or Duke or, you know, one of those guys to just like it or do something, because then – we can really get this thing going. <laughs> so, dude, imagine if the Red Sox like, official Twitter account sees your tweet and they just quote tweet it and just says no. <laughs> you know what? 
I'm a man of my word, okay? I am asking a question. If I get an answer to that question, I will stop. That's exactly what I did with why is Ryan Brazier on the team. Now, Bloom did not answer me directly, but he was on another podcast, and he answered it. And basically it came back as, you know, Brazier is coachable. They saw him improve at the end of last year because he changed some mechanics and blah, blah. So, okay, that's an answer of why you're keeping him. Okay, and I stopped. And then opening day happened, and I, you know, went, I think about another two weeks with it. But then he started doing pretty good, so I laid off of it. And I'll do the same thing. If, if they were to quote tweet that or something, no. Okay, I'm done. I got to move on to something else. I mean, maybe the Wade Boggs thing will stick around a little more, a yeah. little longer. So that can continue. But, you know, if they come back and say no to that, I don't know. I don't know what will be next. Like I know what's next. I think what? you know what's coming. <laughs> Bring back the John Hancock sign. When's Dave O'Brien's statue? <laughs> what was it? I did. I think it was last. No, I think it might have been two weeks ago when uh, Brazier actually did pretty good. And somebody had asked, somebody just in general, they weren't at me or anything. I was just scrolling through Twitter and I saw it. And it was, when are we building the Ryan Brazier statue? And I commented on there, I have a feeling Brazier will get one before Poppy. <laughs> You might be right. Right. <laughs> it's like it's like what the Eagles did with Carson once and Nick Foles. Like <laughs> Carson once was their starting quarterback while his backup has a fucking statue. Right. Is, how does that not piss you off? I know, right? <laughs> but that's Philly. They do people dirty all the time. That's what Philly does. You know, they're ask Chat GPT once Poppy getting a statue. A ship. I should. <laughs> I'll, I'll ask. I'll ask this thing on Snapchat right now. What? When is Poppy getting a statue? Nice. Although I'm not. Say- I'm not sure who you're referring to. Can you give me more more information? <laughs> so, so here's uh, the um. Oh crap! What was I gonna? I lost my train of thought. Damn it! Now I got all excited over that. Damn it! Uh, oh, I see. David Ortiz is a beloved baseball player, and he certainly has made a big impact on the sport. It's possible that he may receive a statue someday, but I'm not sure if there are any plans to do so at the moment. <laughs> so that's basically like he could. He could. Okay, that's not an answer. <laughs> there is a statue at Fort Myers, but like I think it was like freaking Legos. You have that yeah, you your profile my new picture. profile. Yeah. Because yep. I went to Fort Myers this summer. Yep. Uh, Who, this, uh, sorry, sorry, this spring. This spring. Yep. And I saw the statue. And I immediately thought of you. And I don't know why I didn't send the picture to you. No, who uh who did it? I think it was uh I think it was Chris Henrik. He sent me a picture of it. He was like, here you go. I'm like you know what? I'm like, they can do better than that, right? <laughs> like <laughs> the best icon in Red Sox history doesn't deserve a statue made of fucking Legos, right? Right. It he deserves like a full proper statue. Right. He does. A full bronze statue. And honestly, I don't care where you put it. Seriously. Like how can I go? If 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 
if the fucking Yankees can have Monument Park where everybody just goes and pays homage and rubs one out to whoever, Jeter and all the other idiots that are sitting there in Monument Park because they have to bow down to everything. We Can we just have a poppy statue? I mean, that's, that's really all we're asking. We're not asking for a whole freaking park like the fucking Yankees because, you know, we, we don't need to celebrate every fucking dude who, you know, played decent or is just overrated. Like, anyways, I'm going to go down there. Well, okay, yeah, Jeter's overrated. He shouldn't be in there. Yep. But anyway. <laughs> so, so Dave O'Brien. Yeah, but like seriously, our statues should be Williams, of course, Yastrzemski, Poppy. I'm good with that. Pedro, eh, you know, yes or no. I could go either way on Pedro, but really, that's it. You know, those those three guys, we're good. We're yeah. good. Those, those are your staples. You know, I'll I'll help you on your journey. And if anyone's listening to this podcast and happens to know the director of statues in Boston, please make one for Poppy. <laughs> I know your haters will say, please shut this guy up. I don't know. Yes, exactly. Shut this guy up. And well, okay. And here's the other thing, right? Have we seen I probably shouldn't do this, but I'm going to. The oh, the Martin Luther King monument in Boston, that that eyesore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can do better than that. Let's get Poppy a statue. We do that. We, we've redeemed ourselves. Okay. Honestly, that's nothing against, you know, Martin Luther King or anything like that. That, that monument doesn't deserve to be there. That's a, that's an eyesore, man. That is just awful. So, you know, redo that one, get Poppy a statue, Boston, you will be back on top when it comes to like art and, you know, whatever art and statues or whatever. History, history. That's it. There we go. That's the word I was looking for. Lots of history in Boston. Add to it. Yeah. With Poppy and Dave O'Brien. Right. With Poppy and Dave O'Brien. <laughs> oh, <man>. oh my God. <laughs> so um, I want to talk about the Bruins. I know it's a baseball podcast, but we have to talk about the Bruins. We have to. We oh, have yeah. to. So. so- where do you want to go with the Bruins? So Dave O'Brien. <laughs> Dave O'Brien. Uh, um, you know, I think I think they, they got to win tomorrow. You know, get the series over with. And, yep. you know, let's... I'm not scared of the next round, personally. But I think it'll be probably the most difficult round out of them. Um, yeah. Because I, I don't think... I think we we can beat Jersey if they win. I think we can beat New York. I think Carolina too. Um, but I, the Leafs or the Lightning are the Leafs bound yeah. to choke? Is it me or are they just bound to choke? Oh, they're gonna choke. That yeah, they're gonna choke. Seriously, I swear. <laughs> Come on. Right. The, the Leafs are like Dave O'Brien. <laughs> oh my god. No. Dude, right. I, why? Uh, <laughs> so, all right. So just... In all seriousness, right? The, the Leafs. Okay. I, if Leafs fans weren't so obnoxious, I think I would appreciate them more. But Leafs fans are just unruly and obnoxious, and they talk all this shit, and their team just. Year in, year out, cannot get past the first round. Like they just, 
they can't. It would basically be like before 2016, Cub fans talking all this shit to you. And you're like, dude, you haven't won in like 110 years or, you know, whatever it was. Like, why would you talk this much shit? Like Bills fans. Bills fans love to just sit there and talk all this shit. You haven't won anything. Anything. Like, why are you talking? And that's how I feel about Leafs fans. Like, shut up, support your team, and then maybe you'll have some more sympathizers. So that way, if down the road you actually can get past the first round, you'll celebrate like you won the Stanley Cup. Yeah, no, exactly. I'm just, I just don't want the Leafs to win for the memes. Honestly. <laughs> yes. The memes. That's all I'm worried about, dude. <laughs> Oh my god. My life will be complete. Dude, dude, the amount of memes that'll come out if they if they lose three straight, oh, yeah. but they're in Tampa Bay tomorrow, right? Or the, is it Thursday? I think it's Thursday. Yeah, they yeah, I think it's Thursday. Yeah, so they're in Tampa Bay. But they're coming off two consecutive overtime wins. And they they came back, they anti-leafed last yes. night. Yes. <laughs> That just makes me pissed. <laughs> well, and let's be honest. If if they happen to win, if they happen to win, they will all be so damn hungover for the next playoff series because I'm ser- Toronto will not be able to contain themselves. The fans will just go completely apeshit that they actually won a series in the playoffs. And that'll be all over. Yeah. It, it's yep. seriously. It, it would be like if the A's won a playoff series right now. That's how batshit crazy things would go. <laughs> <laughs> or better or yet, the, Mets. the Angels make the postseason with Trout and Otani. And the fans, they would just go ballistic. That's how that's how it would be if the Leafs won. Oh, my God. Statistically, Ryan Brazier is a better playoff pitcher than Shohei Otani. <laughs> <laughs> just think of it. Yeah. Well, shit. Uh, uh, I think uh, uh, what's his nuts? Um, what's his Jason nuts? Hayward has more postseason RBIs than Mike Trout. So, who's the better player? Right. <laughs> oh my god. Oh well, and that's what, what is it about the Angels and the A's, man? Seriously, the A's know. they just okay they tanked and that, but the Angels, like seriously. You've got Mike Trout. You've got Otani. You've got Rendon. And you can't sniff the postseason because Renfro. Yes, you got Renfro, right? And you can't sniff the postseason because you paid all these guys and everybody else. You're like, you're you're like driving around to like the local convenience store going, hey, did you pitch in high school? Mm -hmm. Yeah, come on. Come with us. Okay. You can play with Trout and Otani. Yeah, we'll be good. Like, no, that's, that's even better. They They're going to people on the street. They're like, "Can I? Do you have two arms?" Oh right, yeah, you can <laughs> pitch for us, <laughs> dude. I don't get them. Uh, I I don't either, man. Like that's seriously. You have those players on there, and you're out of playoff contention by like June first. I, I don't get it. Like, yeah, seriously, they lost to the A. They lost to the A's. Seriously. Like this, this is the stat line for the Angels, right? Mike Trout, two home runs, a double, six RBIs, Shohei, a home run, you know, eight strikeouts, and they lost 
eight to seven. <laughs> Typical Angels loss, too. Right, right. Like I, baseball, man. That's it's baseball. Yeah, I mean, oh man, you can't you can't win a World Series in June, but you can certainly lose it. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Oh, and kind of getting back to the to the Red Sox, right? I, I guess we can kind of go down the, the Red Sox Twitter avenue here, right? All this talk of like, okay, this, you know, this team stinks and, you know, it's over and we're not going anywhere and all that. We're 500. Like, shit, last year at this time, we weren't even close to that. And it was like, dude, this is, this is not a – you could tell. You could just tell this year, this time last year, this team just wasn't going to get it done. Because why? The starting pitching was okay. Like, okay. Of all the you know, they give up. Right. They had their struggles. They give up a couple runs here or there. But then you go to the bullpen, and it was like, all right, well, this game's over. That was that was a fun five innings. Now let's go home because it's all over for me. Yeah, it was like, fun while it lasted. Yeah. Right. That's Yeah, because there was, there was no fight. There was no anything with that team. And last year they did get hot in June and, you know, everybody was like, Oh yeah, here we go. You know, here comes the big run. And then the wheels just completely fell off. And, like we, you know, they say yeah. we'd come back to lose, honestly. Right. Or just like, right. yeah, like, 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 like I just said, uh, I don't know. Waka would pitch six innings and it's like, Oh, Hey, it was, it was great. It was great watching this game. It's over. Yep. We, right. we had a closer by committee. And we didn't even have setup guys. No, we didn't. We, yeah, we did. We we had bridge guys who were bridging to other guys who were bridging to other guys who, oh shit, the game's over. Like, we had a bullpen <laughs> by committee. Yeah, it was, and and that's the thing. Like this year, I feel better because it just what I've seen from like the clubhouse and and everything else. This team will find a way to make it competitive, you know, and. And I never got that feeling last year. Like, if they lost, they lost. Like, yeah. there was no question about it. This year, it's a little bit different. Okay, we're down by three runs. Guess what? We got Turner coming up. We've got Rafi. We've got, you know, these guys coming up. Yoshida, and, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, Yoshida. And, and and they're finding a way to get on base. And and for all the hate with, with Cassis out there, right? Cassis still gets on base. He still gets on base. Yeah. He's still – I think the, the issue is – he's trusting his strike zone more than the umpires and he can't do that. Like he, he does need to be a little more aggressive out there and not wait on that ball because yes, he's got a very good eye, but you're not the umpire man. And you're not getting those calls because you're still a rookie. And I think he needs to get past that, but he's taken walks defensively. He's better. Like, you know, I even saw it out there where it was like, oh, we should just put, you know, Bobby Dahlbeck back on first. Are you fucking serious? Did you see Bobby Dahlbeck play first last year? Did he you couldn't see hit that? And he couldn't defend. No. Nope. Right. They tried to put Franchi Cordero there to replace him because of how bad he was. Like, do you not remember that? <laughs> and then oh you're like, God. oh, Cassa sucks. I want Dahlbeck in. Like, seriously, like, it, did your mother not hug you enough or something? Like, <laughs> I, I don't get that. Like, it's this team is not that bad. We're a 500 ball cup right now. And if you look at all the injuries we have, that's we're, we're okay. You know, we're, we're 500. We have injuries. We have guys struggling, you know, like any other ball club out there. 
And not only that, we haven't had a fluff schedule. The Pittsburgh Pirates, I'm sorry, they're a division leader in the NL Central, which is where the Brewers are. And the Cardinals. Right. And the Cubs. These are competitive teams. They are. Um, You know, our our sweep against the Tigers, right? Yep, that's the Tigers. You should do that, right? Um, The series against the Angels. It's the Angels. Okay. But then you look at that series, yeah. Right. Then you look at the Orioles, right? That's that's a good team. Better record than us. I'll go with it, right? They're going to play us hard, and that's fine. I expect the AL East to beat the shit out of each other. That's going to happen. Like, we do need to improve against the AL East, and let's see how we do against the Blue Jays. And, of course, we won't find out about the fucking Yankees till June because apparently Rob Manford hates rivalries in April and May. Mm-hmm. I, I don't get it, but um, – you know, yeah, we'll see like what happens. In June. What's that? Sounds like him. Right, right. Like, hey, let's, you know, get the sport talked about. So we're going to bury the Red Sox and Yankees into fucking June so nobody talks about it. Good marketing plan. I don't know. He's a smarter business guy than me, I guess. Is he, though? But... <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't. Okay. Actually, let, let me ask you this, though, with, with Rob Manford. How do you feel about the rules changes? Uh, God bless the pitch clock. I can't say that enough. I love the pitch clock. It's yep. It, it's not speeding up the game. It's just getting a better product. Yep. I just, yeah, the games are much, they're much shorter, but like I, I'm going to go in June or July, probably June and watch a, a baseball game, a complete one from last year. I'm going to compare it. There you go. I mean, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see, cause I mean, yeah. I'm so, but I will say this before, like last year, I, I knew how fast, like the pitchers pitched, like I knew like their pace. So like I do work, I know exactly when to look and the pitch is thrown. Now it's just right. like, I can't do that unless I'm like, yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love I mean, it. I... I just love it. Right. I, for one, the the pitch clock was brilliant because that was one thing that drove me nuts is you'd have a guy. And I get it. Right. If you feel like a a batter has you timed up and stuff, you want to try to throw them off. So, okay, you want to go a little bit slower. There's no reason to hold on to the ball for 10 fucking minutes. So like that shit was just driving me nuts. So the pitch clock. Yes. Um, I love the bigger bases. I think we're getting more stolen bases out of it or even attempts. And that's good. That's, that's the type of baseball I want to see. I don't want to see this, you know, let's have somebody go up and just try to hit home runs because that's a guaranteed run for us. Oh, Hey, this guy gave up a walk. He's just going to sit his ass there. And the next guy who comes up is going to try to hit it over the fence. And, you know, there we go. Like that's not how baseball should be played. It should be played with, this type of stuff, right. Being aggressive and, um, you know, running in and playing almost a little more small ball come from teams too, bunting guys over and shit like that. These were, these are ones considered fundamentals of the game. And it seems like we're getting back to it, which to me is exciting as hell because, um, that's what piqued my interest in the eighties and nineties with baseball. Watching these guys, there was something that was going to happen if you took your eyes off of it. And I think before this season, 
the trend was basically everybody could stare at your phone for about 10 minutes and look up and go, Oh, not much has changed. Okay. And then they get back to it. Like to me, it's a lot better. So I, Rob Manford, you do get credit for that. You suck at a lot of other things, but I'll give you credit for that. (laughs) Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, With the last few minutes we have, um, I'll open up to you. What do you want to talk about? Oh, to me, man. So we hit on Bruins. We hit on Red Sox. Uh, we don't. We're not talking about the Celtics. We're not going to talk about the Celtics. Uh, it, yeah, we're not going to talk about the Celtics. I I have no knowledge of the Celtics. I don't really do the NBA. I just I don't because the game tonight when you know I jumped on where we you're following that. That's exactly why because seven seconds takes like forty five minutes. Yeah. And it's just pain and agony. Like you know how many ham sandwiches is, I could have made? Jesus. Right, right. And in those seven seconds, it doesn't matter if your team is down by 15 or down by one. It's gonna take that long because you're just sitting here like, oh my god, gets us over. Like it, anyways, so we're not doing Celtics. Okay. Um man, Patriots? you know what? Huh? Draft? Patriots draft. Right. Are you are you a big Pats guy? I am. I am oh, draft okay. right. A lot of talk with wide receiver. Mm-hmm. I, I'm good with it, right? Mm-hmm. I I'm worried about Mac Jones. I mm-hmm. after last year, that's a huge regress regression. Granted, I understand it was Matt Patricia, but some of the things you saw, it was like this is not good. Maybe Bill O'Brien can fix that stuff, right? So there is a, a shot here, right? Bill O'Brien comes back. Uh, he knows O'Brien. offense. <laughs> Dave O'Brien, not Dave O'Brien. Bill O'Brien. <laughs> if it if it was Dave O'Brien, uh, Mac Jones would probably look like uh, who's the dude with the, Jamarcus Russell. That's that's who Mac Jones would be if if that Dave O'Brien was there. Anyways, he'd be up there uh, with Pat Mahomes, <laughs> Jalen Hurts, right? With, uh, right. Josh Allen. <laughs> Oh my God, the the AFC East would have the best quarterbacks in the league: Rodgers, Mac Jones, Josh Allen. Oh yeah, you yeah with with Dave O'Brien. It's McDermott, McDermott and Allen. It's <laughs> uh, Daniel and Tua Tungavailoa. It's is it McDaniel? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, um, Mike. Yeah. yeah, McDaniel and Tua. It's uh. Sayla and Rogers, and it's O'Brien <laughs> and Mac Jones. I could say that. Yeah, you O'Brien. can. It's O'Brien and Mac Jones. You're not wrong. So, um, but no, I mean, there's there's potential there, right? If he gets back to what he was his rookie year with Bill O'Brien. See, now you almost have me saying Dave O'Brien with Bill O'Brien. <laughs> I don't have to say that, Dave O'Brien challenge. Right, but um. I, to me, I Bailey Zappi was better. He just yeah. he was last year, right? And to, to to not give him that shot was it kind of pissed me off, honestly, because he was playing better. And yeah. now, granted, we were not gonna win the Lombardi last year by any means, but it would have been nice to sneak into the playoffs again. You know, it would have been great to see that. Um, yeah. So, but with the draft coming up, I know there's a lot of talk with wide receiver. Um, I, I don't know if they're going to go that route, though. It, it's the last time they made a big splash in the draft with wide receiver. Um, it did not go well with uh, Nikhil Harry. 
Um, that was that was terrible, and I don't want to see that again. Um, so I I would like to see probably some more moves with the line, with the O line. Yeah. Uh, because I do think that was part of the problem too last year with Mac Jones. The O line wasn't as good. Um, and that you know is only a benefit to him, but also too, uh, the running game, right? Beef up the O line a little more. Running game gets better. Less pressure off Mac Jones. Because as far as wide receivers go, Devontae Parker, he can still be pretty good. There's still potential there. Um, and the uh, – no, I can't think of the tight end's name. Um, Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry, yes. Hunter Henry, right? He showed glimpses last year. I know he was yeah. a terrible signing at first, but he showed glimpses last year. So there is still some things there with Bill O'Brien to, to work with. And that's why I think you go O-line to shore that up. And Bill O'Brien's created creative enough to, uh, you know, get these guys the ball in their hands. So that's where I go with the draft. How about you? What are you thinking? You know, personally, I don't like getting the wide receiver in the first round, just granted on Bill's history. That's kind of where I'm going to disagree on. Um, right. Yeah, wide receiver is a big need, but we have a bunch of – you know, second wide receivers, third wide receivers, you can argue Juju is a number two receiver. You just don't have that true number one, and you have never had that. You you haven't since, I don't know, maybe Gordon or Rice, Edelman. I don't know. It's been a while, right. point being. Yeah. Is like a Zay Flowers, a JSN, is that, is that really going to pull you over the top? I don't think so. Because no. I think I think at the end of the day, they're I personally think just studying the draft class, they're not first round guys. They'll go in the first round. I think Zay Flowers. My my prediction is Zay Flowers is going to go to the Chiefs. That's just me. He just sounds like a chief. Or I, yeah. I, <laughs> Zay Flowers. <laughs> Mahomes the Flowers. Yeah, that's that's got a ring to it. Yeah, I. He's. I think. I think I'll. I'll buy a jersey. There you go. <laughs> um. But in terms of what we should do, Bill did a good job last year, and I don't know if he gets enough credit because you know give credit where it's due with the draft class, with secondary. You know he got yeah. Jack Jones, Marcus Jones, two very good cornerbacks. Jack Jones especially, he was really good. He was like at one point like. The, the number one pro football focus rated quarterback for cornerback for a while. So can he, can he draft some, some more of those guys? Yeah. But could it be in the first round? Maybe, but I'm mm. going to agree with you and say, O line needs some work. Cause yep. some, some guys like, like Isaiah Wynn look freaking lost last year. Trent Brown didn't even know he was on the field. So <laughs> it's true. Oh but, yeah. I really hope O'Brien can help a lot of the offensive struggles. Um, Dave O'Brien. <laughs> yes, Dave O'Brien too. Um, <laughs> oh my! <God. laughs> Dude, every time, every time I say O'Brien, I can't say it with a smirk. I know. <laughs> like, like someone, someone asked me, "Who's the announcer of the Red Sox?" I go, Dave O'Brien. <laughs> Like, like I said, Jeremy, I, I watched the episode or I watched, I listened to the episode 
that we yeah. did earlier, uh, like two weeks ago. I think it was two weeks <laughs> ago today, actually. I can't stop laughing. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, my God. It, it, it's a true example, and you said it, of guys, and I, I, I can attribute myself to, who have ADD, and we have a bunch of things going on at once. We had, like, the Bruins game in the background, and <laughs> – Jeff's like, how the way he's not wearing a t-shirt? Just out of the <laughs> blue. Oh, I love him. Oh, oh, my God. I know. Oh, look, a I... squirrel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, was, that was the thing about that episode, is there were so many rabbit holes. We would just... <laughs> we were just like, all right, let's try to get back on track. Oh, look! Like... <laughs> <laughs> no we were talking about we were talking about the red Sox. and you're i think you're like yeah we're gonna go back to the red Sox, and then <laughs> jeff's like oh wow it's fan appreciation night oh poor kid got an aj greer jersey could have gotten anyone but he got aj greer <laughs> oh my god I feel bad for yep. Derek. he had to edit so much out because of stuff i said i just feel so bad oh god it was it was so and we always tried to bring it back with dave o'brien we would try to bring it back with dave o'brien yeah and then i mean right back yeah down. like like i think i think you already said this but for for those who don't know you know we're active on twitter space especially me um and we happen to join a twitter space i joined with um the off the monster guys and I don't know. We were talking about the Red Sox broadcast broadcasting booth, and we we'd be ta- talking about stories, and they it gets so bad, and there have been like awkward silence, and the awkward si- silence was always broken by so Dave O'Brien. <laughs> yes, it was. That was our icebreaker, right? Basically, you you get the weird awkward silence, or it was like, man, where where are we gonna go next? Like, what what are we doing? And it all started because we were we were bashing on Dave O'Brien pretty good because he just we'll we'll just put it lightly. I, I could tell he probably wasn't a hundred percent that game. He maybe he had some ADD moments like us where he saw a hot dog or something and was like, Oh, oh yeah. So hey, uh you back when you know, and it was like okay. Um and so after that, because we were just having such a good time, whenever that silence would happen, we go, so Dave O'Brien, and just lose it. And so whoever listens to this or even listens to the After Monster podcast with, with you know, when we did that, if you're sitting there going, oh, my God, what, what is wrong with these guys? We openly admit it. Yeah. We all ADD. And um, we just kind of scatter all over the place. And we try to center ourselves with Dave O'Brien. It worked. <laughs> it worked. That's, a, that's all I can tell you. So Imagine if, um, it, and I guess, I guess that's some advice, right? If, if you're feeling angry, uh, if you're feeling stressed out, if you feel like there's just, you know, too much going on or anything like that, just sit back and go, so Dave O'Brien, you'll see. You'll see. It'll solve all your problems. <laughs> just imagine someone randomly watching is like, dude, what the hell is wrong with these guys? They're just right. they're just saying Dave O'Brien and they're just laughing their ass off. Yes. What's exactly. so funny about Dave O'Brien? And uh, disclaimer, <laughs> right. I like Dave O'Brien's a good guy. Okay. Yep. 
such totally. a good guy. Like, no way are we trying to like make fun of him. No. Um, this is all fun and games. Right. He's gonna listen to this. I swear. <laughs> he, he's gonna listen to it, and he's gonna be like, "What the." I think I don't know. He won't even be mad. He'll be like, "What? The, what the hell are these guys he, thinking?" Like, right. wait, what the hell? <laughs> he's gonna join. He's gonna join your podcast someday. Sure, and there, yes, and we're gonna we're, we're all gonna be laughing our ass off. We will seriously, and I'll have a million questions for him too, and it'll be great. And but it will be awkward when we kind of have that silence and we go, "So Dave O'Brien," and then <laughs> we're like, "Oh." <laughs> So Dave O'Brien. Oh wait, yeah, you're here. Yeah, <laughs> and it rolls off the tongue too. Like we can't move on from anybody else because if it was like we had that awkward silence or something, Will Middlebrooks that that doesn't <laughs> rattle. Like it doesn't. So Dave O'Brien. So 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 Joe Leon. That doesn't roll off the yeah. right. Yeah, you know Kevin Euclid. I no no. Sorry. So you know, if, if we were Brewer fans, you could go Bob Euchre. Sure, so, that works. So Bob Euchre, yes. But it just doesn't work. We're not Brewer fans. Well, I'm a Brewer fan, but not all of us are. Unfortunately not. No. So Dave O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> and you randomly did it in the last episode, too. Yes. You're like You're like, we were just talking about the Red Sox, and you're like, so yeah, so, so Dave O'Brien. <laughs> just oh god i'm sorry you're, you're, you're I'm, I'm graduating high school in a couple weeks and if i was gonna give the speech i'd just be like that's your I, i'd go up to, i'm gonna go up to the podium and be like so dave o'brien <laughs> everyone be like what the who the fuck is this guy i know what is wrong with him <laughs> Doesn't he idol him? Right. Like, does he really like that guy? It sounds like he doesn't really like him too much. <laughs> like, like we, like I said, disclaimer: we, we do, we do we love, we love right. Brian. Right, we do, and we've got our opinions, but it's all in good fun. As, as most things in the fun, razz each other if they have a bad take. Don't get personal, and. Just, you know, have a good laugh. I mean, crap. You know, sports, not that long ago. Oh, yeah, not that long ago. And I'm old. But, you know, you would just grab a beer and talk sports. And that's it. Like, you wouldn't you wouldn't get personal. If somebody said something stupid, you'd look at them and go, where are you getting those numbers from? And they go, oh, well, this and this. And you'd laugh about it. Like, you wouldn't sit there and be like, oh, you stupid you know, idiot with, you know, and then start attacking, like, you know, their Dave job. Right, Dave O'Brien and, you know, all that. Like, you know, you'd sit there and you'd have a laugh. Like, there's too much of that going on now where I was like. Yeah, I don't like it. But it's like, oh, why, why are you hating on him? No, not hating on him. I'm saying, dude, you had a bad take. Have fun. I mean, right. Just laugh right. about it. Like, like, a lot of the takes I made at the beginning of the season, look, I hope I'm wrong. And they were right. negative takes. I was like, Right. And everyone's like, oh, you're going to be proven wrong. I'm like, good, good, right. good. Right. As, as I say, right, you can be critical of the team and still be a fan. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. No, there is. I mean, and, and, and there's, I feel like there's this, 
it's almost like it's 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 like politics. You either have to be like the optimist fan. Taylor, no, Taylor's on a different level too. <laughs> yes, totally different. Totally different. Yeah, so he will that, call a spade a spade. He will. But then he's gonna go to that positive side again. He's gonna be like, right. look, I don't give three shits. We lost 10 out of 10. Right. Our last 10. Oh my god, I can't fucking speak. It's like 10, <laughs> as I was saying. He's like, oh, I don't care if the Red Sox lost 10 straight. Yeah, sure, we did that, but you better be ready on uh, November 3rd when the Duck yes. Bucks come out <laughs> Boston, Massachusetts. Right. Like, seriously, I, I wish I would have known him when that Blue Jays massacre from last year happened. He's still because been like, oh, my God. I would have I, – honestly, I probably would have felt like a million times better after that game. It was hilarious. I was doing a space with uh, stats. And because it was at the time, I just known him through uh, another podcast and that. And so me and him were doing the space and it was God awful. Like it, it was almost like giving eulogy. And we were just like, this season is over. Like, holy crap. Everything sucks. All that. I wish Taylor would have been on because I would have loved to have heard that. Like, you know what, guys? Hey, it was a bad night. November 3rd, we're getting on the fucking duck boat, so let's go. Like, I'd be like, what is this guy on? Seriously. (laughs) (laughs) That's just his personality. It is, right? And it's infectious. I'll get his his fucking chat. We we, we talked before the season. Yeah. Um, And he goes, I go, happy opening day. Can't wait to get the fucking duck boats ready. He goes, let's go, Red Sox. Oh yeah, he duck boats are ready. And then and then he goes, I finally saw what you look like, kid. You're better looking than me. <laughs> uh I, I love Taylor. Oh, oh yeah. I, you know what? Any anybody seriously, and I, I totally mean this, right? If anybody, and I mean this, anybody has an issue with Taylor, you are not human. You are absolutely not human. You're you're like worse than that Trey dude Young. is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He's he's worse than Trey Young, and uh, oh man, I, I don't I don't know who I really hate on the Yankees anymore because I just don't care. That's like wow. That's where I'm at with the Yankees. I actually just don't even care. That's... The rivalry's deader than a lot of shit in this world. It's dead. right, right. I... Gosh, like, I, I just had an epiphany, man. Like there is not a single person on the Yankees that I absolutely hate and just like follow because I'm like I just want to make sure they suck today. I don't, I don't have that. Now it's I could give a rat's ass what the Yankees do. They're the Yankees. They suck. They will always suck. Man, yeah. that it's a good feeling. Well, that's a really good feeling. <laughs> Dude, can like, I don't know. Can someone like spark the rivalry again, like slap Judge in the face again? Right. Could we like, have that? That, like, that would re-spark the rivalry. And right. I'm not it, trying to say this to like fucking discredit Judge. Right. Judge is a good guy. Right. Trade trade somebody for Manny Machado. Get Manny Machado on the Yankees. It's back on, for sure. Oh God! Or oh God! 
or, or Korea. Yes, or Korea. Yep. Get him. Or I'm not, yeah. not going to say his name. <laughs> um, if you listen to this podcast long enough, you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> like we're at that point. What else? Um, but my my point is simply. You know, I mean, what Red Sox Twitter is right now, it's like you have a bunch of like guys who are optimists and they they don't care. I'm not going to name names because I'm sure I'm sure they'd fucking find this podcast and then just like, oh, look at this loser. He's saying that I'm too positive. Right. I mean, that's what Twitter has become. And it's so stupid. Right. It is. And you have those positive guys and then you have the negative guys like after every loss. It's like the season's fucking over. Right. But I mean it, it does feel like that, but at the same time, you gotta see both sides of the picture. You you, you can't do. be right. negative all you can't be negative all the time because if you're negative all the time in life, you're gonna go fucking nowhere. Right. Right. Cause and that's the thing, like you can you can say, right, the right now, right? The starting pitching sucks, but this team isn't bad. Both can be true. They they can, right? Because mm-hmm. look at what the offense has done, look at what the bullpen has done. Even look defensively, defensively, this team is better. And oh, one, and I'm, I'll get to that in a second because we didn't hit on this one thing, but defensively, this team has played better than they have last year. Are there still base running errors? Yes, for sure. And that to me is a core thing. Um, but overall, this is a good team. Our Achilles heel right now is the starting pitching, whereas last year, the Achilles heel was bullpen, starting pitching. Offense, um, defense, even it was everything. Like the team was just bad. This is not the case this year. That's why I'm a lot more positive. You can see a lot more positives in this team than you did last year. And it's yeah. okay to be critical, right? It's okay to say the starting pitching sucks. It's okay to question Cora's bullpen moves because yeah. you know what? He's still making some really baffling decisions, right? Uh, what was it la- last week? Uh, when we were recording uh, the uh, Off the Monster podcast, um, he had Justin Turner playing second base because he gave up the DH. Like, when was the last time the Red Sox did it? Like, I know the Angels did it for Shohei his first year, but when the hell did the Red Sox? I remember there's a, during the Astros in 2019. I remember, right. I remember that moment. I think yeah. the last time I personally remember it was 2019. I okay. think they had they put JD Martinez in the field. It was it was one of those at, we lost an extra. Oh my god, we suck. Yep, I think yeah, I think you're right. I remember that. Yeah, JD Hector playing. Velasquez had to bat almost <laughs> at one point. Yep, that's so, the last time I remember it. Right. So you you can do those things, and I don't. I mean, personally, I don't view you necessarily as a negative fan for those right questions. Right now, it's one thing if you're like you know, okay, this team isn't going anywhere. We're going to finish last place and, you know, tear it all down, turn this place into a parking lot bullshit. No, because there's still a whole lot of season left, for one thing. There's still guys that are going to come back from injury for another. And also, too, there's guys we can call up. We're not doing it right now because we don't want to get into the service time stuff. But as the season progresses, if, you know, we do still face some of these injuries and stuff like that, we can call up some guys still and see what happens. And yeah, it's, it's all good. And for those that are like, well, this is a bridge year. Okay. I, I'm okay with it being a bridge year because we're still a competitive team. 
Like I, I'll be honest, I'm not expecting a World Series this year, but I do expect us to at least flirt with the playoffs. And being a reasonable fan, no offense, Taylor, no offense if you listen to this, Taylor, right? <laughs> no, he's listening to it. Right. You should at least expect the Red Sox to be in the playoffs every year. That's, that's at least because we are a big market team, and that should be the mm-hmm. goal because in October, anything can happen. It can. And I, me personally, I expect us to be competitive to win the division every year. Because if you win the yeah. division, you're guaranteed a playoff spot. So that, to me, is, is where it lies. And um, and I kind of went you know, down that rabbit hole there. But kind of bring it back here. These, these haters out there, right, that are just shitting on everything with, you know, this season sucks and all that. I'm sorry. I, I don't really know what you're looking at. Like, look at last year. Look at 2020, even though nobody counts 2020. Look at 2019. Like, these were bad years that really kind of started off on the wrong foot and never got going. It doesn't feel like that this year, and I, and I don't know where that comes from. So It's different. Yeah. Right. The offense was flat last, uh, last year around this time. The only three hitters were J.D. Martinez, Rafi Devers, and Xander Bogertz. Those were the only right. three hitters. The starting pitching was solid, nothing spectacular, but getting the job done for the most part. Bullpen was atrocious. Right. I mean, we do have an established bullpen and we have more guys, but you know, the worry I do have with this team is uh, the pitching staff and you got, you know, up the middle depth is thin, thin, thin. It's yeah. dangerously thin. Right. It is. And that's the, if we had last year starting pitching uh, acting the way this year's team is, it'd be a different story. We, we'd probably be competing – or, sorry, we'd probably be top of the division. Because the starting pitching last year, eight innings. They could get us to five, six innings pretty consistently. And, yeah, we might be down – two runs, three runs even, something like that. They kept us in it. And then the bullpen would just, you know, go out there and throw flames on everything and burn it all down. This year, we don't have that. So I think we still – and there's options too, right? We we have the trade deadline. We could still get a starter um, and, you know, turn something around that end. So because why? We're, we're the Boston Red Sox. We can go get big-name guys. And – I know everybody does criticize Heim Bloom because he doesn't spend, he doesn't spend, he doesn't spend. Trevor Story, granted the contract isn't what it should be right now because of injuries, but Trevor Story is still a decent player. Uh, Yoshida, is, like I said, he's starting to warm up, and there, that was his guy. That was Heim Bloom's guy from the go. And it was obvious because as soon as he posted, he was signed. And that was an unusually aggressive move by Heimlich. Yeah. And the trade deadline, if we're close to, you know, top the vision or something like that, he could do it. He could pull those strings and go, okay, yeah. here's what we're going to do. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I personally think he messed up last year because realistically we weren't one move away. We were right. Other, We were like two, three games out of it, but it, it just felt like you were out of it. I don't right. know if you got that feeling. It just, felt like it and 
I'm like, what are you doing? Trade JD Martinez, trade Avaldi, right. trade Christian Vasquez. Right. What they did was just unacceptable. Like, I don't want Tommy Pham. Like, right. Yeah. I'm like, what? But yep. I will say this, you know, if this year is a lost year, this is a big developmental year. Cause yeah. you know, Tristan Costas is getting development. Um, you have a bunch of young guys. Whitlock is going to get some time in the rotation. Hulk right now is your best pitcher. He'll get some time. Yeah. Um, who else? You know, if you call up guys like Mata, he'll get some time. If Valdez stays up, then you know Valdez is going to develop. Right. Don't waste times of development. I think I think you'll see a lot of these veteran guys. You might even see. <sighs> Don't be shocked if Justin Turner's not on this team come the deadline. Maybe because maybe right. maybe he gets packaged with someone for a pitching prospect or something. Maybe. You know, and the thing I will say, I love Chris Hill. Okay. He did so much good for us. Don't start him if you're gonna ruin the development of like Tanner Houck, you know? Because yeah. we've been for years on end saying oh sales coming back how long have we said that by the way sales coming back we have sale <laughs> <laughs> and oh my god yeah um but that that's where i'm at and you know if it's, we're competitive good good right right and and that's the thing we got to make some decisions right if kluber and sale are still doing what they're doing come middle of june something needs to happen I don't know what that is, right? Um, I don't think there's going to be much trade value for either at that point. But yeah, bullpen work, or I, I have no idea. But we no can't. one, no one's going to want Kluber right. or Sale because Sale Sales get on the hook for like twenty eight million. Yep, Kluber's ten. What you probably would do is phantom injury, have them yep. figured it out. Yep, phantom injury get some work going, try some mechanical stuff, see what you can do. And And people are mad about the Bayo thing. You know, he didn't, he didn't look good. He missed all spring training. Let him figure it out in AAA. This is what happened last year. He got called up because of necessity. Sucked. Went back down, came, worked on some things, came back up, was great. Okay. He got sent down. It's not the end. I'll be all. He has options. He has, he has a lot of options left. So it, what's the worst case scenario? He comes in June and he's better. Right. Or, or the worst case scenario is he comes back in June and he sucks. But at the end of the day, this guy's your biggest pitching prospect. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And, and let's be honest, you were not counting on him to get you quality wins this year. If you were, I do have some questions about how you view this team because you can't put that on a rookie. I'm sorry. The the Boston yeah. Red Sox. He's technically not a rookie, but yeah. Right. Close enough to it, right? The, the Boston Red Sox, the pressure from the press, the fan base, and that. If you have a guy who's essentially a rookie as your ace to get you some big wins, that dude better be – like a Shohei Otani or a Jacob DeGrom who, you know, maybe can actually not get hurt. Um, you know, those those type of quality guys, right? A Verlander, a 
that type of guy. And that's a rare thing. And Bayo, he's not there yet. And that's fine, right? That's fine. You look at you look at how he does. He has great stuff. Everybody agrees with that. He has great stuff. Now it's just harnessing that, being able to locate, especially in, in opportune times. And that this is what being a pitcher does. He worked with Pedro in the offseason. I guarantee you he's going to work with him again. And he will get better and better. And you honestly had nothing to lose by sending him back down. What, what did you have to lose? A game? Two games? Maybe? That's season. Like, he'll, he'll be back in June for sure. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm fucking tired. Me too, man. Yeah, I think it's been a long episode, so probably going to end it here. So go follow Jeremy. Uh, I'll link his Twitter in this episode. Um, go follow the guys we mentioned, the Off the Monster guys, um, Taylor, Jeff Brown, Derek McGuire, all tweeted out. And yeah, Taylor, I don't know if I mentioned that, but so Dave O'Brien. So Dave O'Brien. Uh, and I'll say this in closing, man, this was an absolute blast. I, I love doing this. Um, you know, the, the off the monster crew were great. It's been a long time since I've just had kind of a one-on-one thing to just kind of bounce it off each other. Um, so it was, it was an absolute blast doing this. I hope to do it again with you. And, uh, yeah, you know, definitely check us out. Um, we, uh, we try to do recordings on Tuesdays and Thursday nights. Um, I'll be honest, we're some of us and uh, we just sometimes we wake up and we're like, you know what? Not tonight, guys. But uh, we try to get it out there as much as we can. Um, and, and as I say, it's basically like just showing up to the bar and just talking sports. That's it. That's how we roll. So thanks again, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Alrighty. Go follow Jeremy and get Poppy a statue. Go Sox. <laughs> uh.